We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the way, hit it hard, rebound, batted around. It's taken by Luca. He hits! He hits! With a second to go as he hits the deck. Tie 115. It worked! It totally worked! 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played. And now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history. Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me at Dalton underscore Trigg on Twitter. Woo, y'all, what a weekend. What a Sunday. I, I'm, still, I'm still kind of trying to recuperate <laughs> from... From everything that went down over the weekend. Uh, for those of you who haven't been able to check it out yet, uh, go and listen to uh, what I call an emergency pod. Uh, a lot of people call them emergency pods. But, you know, uh, the Mavs, they went out, they shocked the, the NBA landscape, uh, shook everything up uh, at least a little bit by trading for Kyrie Irving. Uh, according to our guy Mark Stein, the Mavs tried to get him without including Dorian Finney-Smith in a deal. But uh, the Nets, they just, if the Mavs were going to win, you know, uh, win the sweepstakes, so to speak, uh, over the Lakers, Phoenix Suns, uh, or Clippers, then they were going to have to include Dorian Finney-Smith alongside uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and you know a first round pick and two second round picks in order to get uh, Kyrie Irving so uh, Kyrie Irving Dallas Maverick pretty wild pretty wild now I mean as we mentioned the other day a move like this does not come with any shortage of risks but it's a move that I've been saying for a couple weeks uh, really longer than that, you know, back in the summer when he became available, it's a move that the Mavs needed to make based on, you know, how far his value has slipped, uh, you know, over the last few years. Because when it boils down to it, Kyrie Irving is an all-NBA talent. Uh, he is 
he, he checks a lot of boxes as far as on-court play for, for what the Mavs need. Uh, they needed, you know, a true co-star next to Luka. He can be that for sure. He won a championship with LeBron James in Cleveland doing that. Uh, they needed the secondary ball handling, or really the primary ball handling when Luka's not on the court. Uh, that's another thing you don't have to really worry about as much now either because, you know, if Luca rests, uh, you don't have to worry about the offense just completely going down the drain and teams making monster runs when uh, when Luca has to rest. So, uh, as many have pointed out, uh, the defense is a concern. But, look, I don't want to overblow that part of it either because – Let's not let's not sit here and you know act like the Mavs haven't had the 27th worst defense in the league uh, over the last couple of weeks, and I think it's like 23rd or 24th uh, out of 30 teams overall for the entire season. So, I mean, look, I get it. Last year's team was pretty solid defensively. This is not the same defensive team uh, this year. So, and one of the main things that have kind of that has kind of held the Mavs back defensively is Maxi Kleba being out for so long who is usually a you know an anchor in the paint so uh we'll still have to see how he comes back from that hamstring injury he's supposed to be back either either right before the all-star break or right after the all-star break either way uh it is a lot sooner than what many people thought um and then another thing too and i I try to word this delicately because I don't want people to think I'm taking any shots at Dorian Finney-Smith. I'm not. I lo- Anybody who has followed me over the last handful of years knows how much I love and enjoy Dorian Finney-Smith on and off the court. Uh, great dude. Uh, his story is fantastic. Undrafted 2016 uh, out of Florida. The Mavs pick him up. Uh, you know, he struggled his first couple of years, but he, he, he slowly but surely improved. And then next thing you know, in 2022-23, you know, he's one of the better uh, 3 and D wings out there. So, congrats to Dorian for carving out uh, a heck of a career for himself after, you know, being undrafted and, and kind of beating the odds there, so to speak. So, everybody knows how I feel about Dorian. Now, with that being said... Uh, you know, before any, before it even was, before I even thought it was possible that the Mavs would consider trading him this season. And you can ask, you know, people I talk to daily about this, but I've been of the opinion all year that he had, you know, started to kind of lose a step, at least from where he was last season. Uh, he is one of the Mavs' better defenders for sure, or most versatile defenders, I should say, uh, because he can guard any position, you know, one through four, and maybe some fives, depending on, you know, d- depending on who the five is. Uh, so, very versatile defender. But I just feel like this year, specifically, he had started to lose a step there and again I don't want that to come off as me you know downing Dorian or, or you know uh, being rude or just using it as a reason to justify the trade I'm not Th- these are things I thought well before this trade ever happened uh, what this really means and you know if he hasn't taken a step back or you know uh, 
hasn't lost a step, so to speak. I think what it more says is Josh Green's development this year has kind of made us think that way about Dorian. Because I mean, I I know I know Josh Green doesn't have the overall size that Finney Smith does, but I do think that Dorian has kind of taken over as like the more uh, what's the word the more consistent uh, defender, especially on the perimeter. Uh, and you know Josh Green, he's he's now likely, uh, well, I say likely. It probably depends on what happens with Tim Hardaway Jr. But you know, there's a good chance that Josh Green is going to be a, a full-time starter going forward. Uh, you know, if not right now, uh, in the very near future. So I don't know. I, I'm not. I've seen a lot of doom and gloom scenarios from people saying that oh the defense is just going to fall off and then Kyrie's going to be a disaster like he has been in every other stop of his career and yada 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 look I, I'm not I'm I'm not going for that <laughs> this is a move that everybody wants to talk about oh the Mavs they have so so many limited assets and there's no way they can outbid you know teams with all these different <clears throat> picks and young players if a guy like Kevin Durant or uh, Pascal Siakam or, you know, uh, some of these other guys that could potentially come up in a tray, uh, Zach Levine and all that, everybody said, oh, well, the Mavs can't outbid any of those teams uh, that want to get those players if they become available. Guys, that was before this Kyrie Irving trade happened. So even when the Mavs had Spencer Dinwiddie, and Dorian Finney-Smith and the prospect of having all of their picks to trade this upcoming summer, people were still saying that the Mavs would be severely outbid for those players. So, I mean, what are we doing here? Now Now, all of a sudden there are some people out there that think that the Mavs were championship contenders as currently constructed, and all of a sudden Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie were going to be you know, the key pieces to landing – uh, you know, a, another star player uh, without any blowback or without any other teams having better offers. Come on. Come on. I mean, I, I think that's just kind of – that's just kind of building a narrative to, to make people panic. And I don't, I don't think we're looking at this, you know, rationally. Uh, well, I don't think they're looking at this rationally. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. I, I admit that the Irving trade – comes with risk we know that uh i also admit that or point out that he hasn't been in a situation like this before where he has key guys at every single level of the organization uh, that he respects we know he respects luca he ha he's had no n nothing but good things to say about the guy uh i think once he starts playing with him too he's going to realize like hey you know, he is, this is a very similar player, you know, to who I was playing with in Cleveland and LeBron James, um, you know, slightly different, obviously, but, you know, same, same kind of concept there. Uh, so he, on the court, he knows, he respects Luka, um, you know, he has a relationship with Theo Pinson. I know people hate hearing that because Theo, he's kind of become like a mascot-like figure for the Mavs and, and people don't really, <laughs> people don't really like roster spots being uh, used for something like that. But 
you know, it is a fact that he has a relationship with him. Uh, you know, Theo Pinson and, and Kyrie Irving were seen chatting it up and sitting together in uh, Las Vegas Summer League last summer. Uh, so you got that going for him with, like, the on-the-court stuff. And then a, a level up from that, you've got guys like Jason Kidd and Jared Dudley, you know, who who uh, Kyrie has a level of respect for. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying what Kyrie did in previous stops was right, but I'm saying that one of the things that apparently contributed to some of the issues was the fact that Kyrie did not respect um, or didn't have the appropriate level of respect for the people in charge coaching. So uh, I think that's going to work in his favor. I think that's going to work in the Mavs' favor in this. And then on the the upper management level, Nico Harrison, uh, you know, his time with Nike as the vice president, he was, you know, he worked closely with, with Kyrie on his uh, shoe deal that he had there. Uh, you know, there, there's a good existing relationship uh, with with Kyrie Irving and Nico Harrison. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a, a good setup, a good infrastructure for Kyrie to succeed in Dallas. Uh, he is something the Mavs desperately needed uh, if he can stay healthy and focused. And I'm excited to see how, it's, how it goes, guys, because... You know, we, we know how good this team was, uh, you know, with, with Jalen Brunson in the mix playing next to Luka. This is a completely different animal. Say what you will about Kyrie Irving. This dude is a baller. This dude is going to be a game changer for Dallas playing next to Luka, uh, you know, if he can if he can keep his head in the game. Because this, this is just something that – we're in uncharted territory <laughs> – <laughs> as Mavs fan, we, we you know two All Star starters, uh, they have a duo averaging sixty points per game. You know they're still, and that's the thing too. People are freaking out about the defense and you know other aspects of the roster going forward, and we still have. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Let's see. Uh, the trade deadline is Thursday, so we essentially still have uh, a little over three days left until the trade deadline. This isn't over just yet. Multiple reports have said the Mavs are likely not done making trades. Uh, you know they and and you guys know this from all the the daggum rumors uh, that have been coming out over the last handful of weeks. I mean, this isn't the same Mavs front office from years past where everything is so tight lipped. Uh, you know that, that things don't leak out. This the, those days are over. Uh, the Mavs are very much in conversations with other teams and trying to make stuff happen. And, you know, the rumors that used to always be shot down left and right by Cuban, now all of a sudden he is, you know, he's not shooting down rumors like he used to. So uh, I think that just speaks to the level of activity that's going on in this front office. And, look, uh, say what you will about the trade for Kyrie Irving. Uh, you have to admire – how aggressive and, you know, how straightforward Nico Harrison is in trying to, you know, make big big splashes and trying to do what he can uh, to make a championship contender for, for Luka Doncic. So I applaud him for not sitting on his hands and for going out there and outbidding uh, the Lakers and the, the Suns and the uh, Clippers for Kyrie Irving. Let's see how it goes. Um, some interesting notes. Uh, and also, guys, I, I had originally planned to have my guy Grant Afseth uh, on here. I will still have him on uh, either Tuesday or Wednesday. But uh, we are actually sending him. He's going to uh, to Los Angeles. He'll be there for the Mavs-Clippers game on Wednesday, which will likely be Kyrie Irving's Mavericks debut uh, and Luka Doncic should be returning to action then too, or at least we hope. Uh, but we're uh, Grant will be out there for that one and for the rest of this road trip. Uh, he'll be going to uh, uh, Sacramento after that for the back-to-back with the Kings. So great stuff coming from Grant. He's also got a Kyrie Irving film room in the works for DallasBasketball.com. Uh, the rest of us have stuff planned as well throughout the day. So stay tuned to DallasBasketball.com and all the stuff that's uh, that's coming up today and the rest of this week. And, I mean, if you if you missed anything uh, from, from Sunday and the Kyrie Irving uh, earthquake, <laughs> I 
<laughs> before the trade deadline, go to DallasBasketball.com and just scroll down that homepage. We have every single angle covered. Um, and, again, I'm going to try to have Grant on here uh, in the next next day or so uh, if he can squeeze it into his schedule. So <clears throat> a couple different notes, uh, some aftermath notes from – the Kyrie trade, our guy Mark Stein uh, said that uh, the Mavs tried to trade Christian Wood uh, to the to the Nets. Uh, either Christian Wood or, as Stein put it, one of its less uh, desirable long-term deals uh, of either Tim Hardaway Jr. and Davis Bertans, but the Nets, they just they weren't having that. Uh, Wood is attracting trade interest from the Los Angeles Clippers, according to Stein. Uh, and let's see. my Just looking at the Clippers roster, there's really only a couple of different scenarios that work. Uh, I think Wood for Robert Covington straight up would work. And I think Wood for Marcus Morris uh, straight up would work, which would be absolutely hilarious if that ended up being the deal because the Mavs just traded for uh, not only Kyrie, but they got Markeith Morris <laughs> from the from the Brooklyn Nets. So if the Mavs came out of this trade deadline with both Morris twins, uh, given their, their recent his, or their past history with Luka, uh, that would be, that would be pretty funny. Not going to lie. Uh, do I think that's enough to get back for Christian Wood? No. Uh, do I think that's something they might have to settle on for Christian Wood? Maybe. Uh, because Tim McMahon said on a recent podcast that, you know, the market for Wood just isn't what you would think it would be. Uh, one team that I'm kind of keeping an eye on that could be a, a kind of a sleeper, and maybe not a sleeper, maybe somebody's mentioned them, you know, as a as a Wood suitor, but... I feel like the Charlotte Hornets uh, could be a sneaky, a sneaky Christian Wood uh, trade partner before the deadline. So that's that's one team I'm keeping an eye on there. Um, another situation that would be nice, and it hasn't been rumored or anything, but <clears throat> you know, if the Mavs could somehow work out a trade with the Chicago Bulls, you know, something that. Something that sends back, and I don't know what the salary filler would look like to make it work, because I know it wouldn't work with just these two players. But uh, given the Mavs' needs now, you know, if they could uh, get Goran Dragic and Andre Drummond from Chicago, um, and then salary filler, you know, whatever makes the trade work out, that would be something optimal to look at. Uh, you look at the New York Knicks, you know, if, uh, if they're just dead set on trading, uh, Derrick Rose to a better situation as they've claimed to be the Knicks, that is, uh, you could do something where, you know, the Mavs have already been linked to, uh, Cam Reddish over the, over the last handful of weeks, so, Maybe you do something where it's like Christian Wood and Reggie Bullock for Cam Reddish and Derrick Rose, you know, something like that. Uh, not ideal. I mean, obviously, since you traded a first-round pick to get Wood, you'd like to get a first-round pick back for him. He's averaging, you know, nearly 
20 and 10 a game. So that would be nice. But, uh, you know, there's just not – there's just not much you can do with a guy on a uh, expiring contract that you haven't been able to work out an extension with. So that's the concern there. It's like if you can't get an extension worked out, you're going to have to do something uh, to where you get some kind of value uh, before he initially walks for or potentially walks for nothing. And some people will say, well, I'd rather just wait it out and just see how the rest of the season goes because, you know, a potential big three with Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, and Christian Wood is pretty enticing. Uh, not defensively, but, you know, pretty enticing. Often, like, who's going to outscore <laughs> Who's going to outscore the Dallas Mavericks uh, if all three of those guys are firing on all cylinders? So, I mean, I, I don't know about y'all, but a potential starting lineup of – Luca, Kyrie, Josh Green, uh, Maxi Kleba, and Christian Wood sounds pretty formidable to me. Uh, and then you could all you could also you know swap in Reggie Bullock in there as needed, depending on how he's playing. Uh, but you know there there's there's options here for the Mavs. And then also the Tim Hardaway Jr. stuff. You know, he's been in a handful of trade rumors. There's there's probably going to be something happen there uh, <clears throat> over the next few days. So we'll just have to keep an eye on it. This roster could look significantly different uh, from what we've been used to over the last handful of years uh, by the time Thursday's deadline comes and goes. So, guys, I appreciate y'all joining me uh, on this early Monday morning. Uh, just wanted to give some some more reactions to uh, the Kyrie trade. Uh, some other stuff that I didn't mention on our breaking news pod that came out after the fact. Apparently, Joe Tsai, uh, the the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, uh, was not going to send Kyrie Irving to the Lakers no matter what. It was it was a very petty thing, but it was a thing that I admired and thought was very funny. <laughs> he he was not going to send Kyrie to LeBron and the Lakers no matter what, uh, which is hilarious. Uh, another thing, uh, Luka, ran, or the, the Mavs ran this trade past Luka and got his approval for it uh, because, you know, as much as Luka loves Dorian, the, you know, he knows that he can't keep up this monster pace without having some uh, physical breakdown issues in the long run. So <clears throat> even if there's a chance for him to have a guy that can carry the load when he's not in there and keep the Mavs afloat and give them a chance to potentially win a championship, you got to take that chance. Luca knows this. That's why he signed off on the trade. And hopefully – Hopefully it pans out for him because the West is wide open this year, and I honestly think that uh, you know this team, the the ceiling for this team is NBA Finals now because they now they've got the star talent, uh, they've got some really good pieces <clears throat> around that star talent, even though they could use a few more pieces for depth. Uh, but I am I am super excited to see where this team heads in the last 28 games of this regular season and into the postseason. Uh, so buckle up. Let's, uh, let's enjoy the ride. We are, 
we are right in the thick of it y'all this is uh this is something that hasn't i feel like we haven't had this level of excitement uh with the mavs since and i mean the kp trade was pretty surprising and exciting at the time but there were i feel like there were a lot more concerns with that because kp hadn't really like uh proven himself to the extent that that Kyrie has uh now I know Kyrie has missed a lot of games over the last handful of years but you know as far as just you know proving what he can do and being a number two on a championship team uh they beat that 70 the Cavs beat that 73 win Warriors team in a seven game series uh, I believe it was the 2016 finals uh so I mean there there's just a lot more there's a lot more substance there's a lot more looking at examples like hey this this could really happen it's not just like theoretical it's like okay we know what this guy can do uh it's just a matter of keeping him on the court and uh keeping the drama to a minimum off the court so i'm excited can't wait to get it going uh wednesday night the late night tip off uh at crypto.com arena against the los angeles clippers should be Kyrie Irving's debut and we could have Luca back as well and it'll be fun we'll we'll see what kind of dynamic uh, Kyrie brings to this Mavs team that has kind of struggled against the Clippers this year so it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that one goes guys appreciate it please go like rate and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms Uh, please go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify that really helps us out and uh you know it keeps us up there in the in the uh the ratings on apple Podcasts and spotify to where more people can come find and listen to us so we greatly appreciate that uh it also enters you for a chance to win our luka Doncic city edition metroplex jersey that we'll be giving out during all-star weekend uh, our guy grant afset that i mentioned earlier who's going to be on the rest of this mavs road trip uh, we are likely getting him to NBA All-Star Weekend as well. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on uh, at DallasBasketball.com that's going to be uh, worth you guys paying attention to in addition uh, to future podcasts and that jersey giveaway. So appreciate it, y'all. Y'all have a great rest of your Monday. Let's have a good week. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.